0: A banger, a banger. I can't just say fun every single time. <laughs> this one is it. Let's go. This is it gonna just, be a good. That episode. only reminds
1: me of bangers and mash, which well, is if you like that's those. R- that means traditional. What is that?
0: Irish dish? No, that's English well bangers and mash i believe is english i don't even know what it is someone's gonna sausage message, right someone is going to message us yeah it's like sausage and potatoes or uh, meat and potatoes i think
1: i mean I, mashed potatoes obviously bangers i've never had i guess yes you yes you have isn't that just like a kielbasa well I, that's what i'm asking i don't I know think it's like a kielbasa but All it's right. it's Probably doesn't taste as good, because it's, <laughs> it's from England. Regardless, we have a banger of an we episode. A bangers, so A lot of project updates, we and then do, might we get do. to some news if we
0: have time. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I think we'll have a little bit of time for a little bit of news. But before we get into that, who do we want to thank?
1: We want to thank our Drivers Club drivers, Chris. Yes. These are our Patreon members. They support the show. This is the core of our audience. And we actually have a whole bunch of new members. Yes. We have a $25 level,
0: Riley, Eric Smith, and John Hunnemeier, $10, Sebastian, and Chase Williams at the $5 level, Nolan Foe, John Roth, Tom Jutze, Scott Mitzner, Tony Lowe, and Erod. Just Love tons it. of Thank people coming on board. you so guys much. Are, You guys kick ass. This whole episode is brought to you by you guys. This is your episode. You paid for it. You better like it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, but what they actually paid for was exclusive content that we get up and record every single month. We just had one we mentioned last week as well. We had a new Patreon exclusive episode. Those are always fun to do. You can get shirts, you can get stickers, you can get prints by
0: me. And uh, a couple of you guys have messaged you going, hey, what's your shirt size? Like to send you your shirt. You didn't respond. So if you're wondering... Go check your inbox. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to
1: say so. We're just sending you a child, small. Yeah, or what? yeah, youth <laughs> large. That's, I
0: used to wear youth large shirts when I met my well, wife. When you were a large youth, yeah. yes. When I well, I was they barely fit, but I, I tried putting one. on. That was on like the,
1: your muscle shirt. Yeah, I tried putting one on the other day, like one of my old band ooh, shirts. I'm like, ooh, no. not gonna work.
0: I had to like peel it off with a spatula. It's not yeah. good at all. So you can head to patreoncom overcrest. five bucks. That's it, just to start and support Big the show. Thanks to we you guys, really. Really appreciate it, and uh, if in that vein, subscribe to the podcast, hit that subscribe button, and uh, leave us a review. A lot of guys have been leaving reviews. We love seeing that. Yeah, really, that's awesome. Really, it really helps out the show. You know, it's all about uh, what would it be traction and algorithms and all it, this other. Yeah, I all think this other anytime
1: stuff. there's new activity on the yeah, podcast, even if you've feed, already
0: it, left a review, update your update review. There update you review. go. You loved us before now you love us even more. Or not
1: as much. Or no, we don't want those. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want those. At So, all. I've been up to a bunch of stuff yes. at home. Yeah, I stuff probably. Yeah, but I haven't posted much on stories because I ran into a problem. Oh. And sometimes you run into problems and post it, which is great and entertaining. Yeah, people. But love I it. didn't have a solution to the problem. So what happened okay, was, the I all of this is like custom fabricated. There's no like instruction book on where you put the frame and the oil tank and everything else. Because you rip out all the stock parts and you you make it chopped up. It's custom. Yeah. It's a chopper Super custom. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Well, I put my oil tank behind the center brace and in front of the hardtail kit. What is the center brace? Is that under the seat? That's basically under the seat. Okay. Yeah. The yep. seat post. No, because it's not a...
0: Like seat not post, bicycle like yet. a bi- it's not a bicycle. Can but you adjust yes. it? Can you like move a little lever, move it up and down? No. That way you can get your feet on the pedals. No, but I did make it very low. <laughs> it's, it's, you did. This is a low boy. I got what bike did I sit on the other day? Oh, I saw it uh, sat on a KTM. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I
1: those are tall bikes.
0: There's no way I could ever touch it. I know. The I don't no know way. why.
1: There are a lot of very tall motorcycles. There's no there. possible
0: way that would work for me. Yeah, any of it's, those bikes.
1: Well, even the scrambler that we have, I had to put in an aftermarket olin's like super high in olin shock in it just because it like it, it has so adjustable touch the ground. yeah so it's <laughs> that's dialed in but
0: you, you're getting this thing all custom about for jake right, right exactly nice.
1: so i put the oil tank back there and what i didn't realize is there needs to be a chain to drive the rear wheel well yeah yeah it doesn't run on hopes and dreams right and that's where the oil tank is <laughs> oh no so can you just move the oil tank to the other side Yes, but it was these custom fabricated brackets on it. And the way it worked is the seat is on a hinge with with springs in the rear because it's hardtail. So you yeah. have a sprung seat. Yep. And so my whole vision was you have these two little cotter pins. You flip the seat up on the front hinge, and that's how you access the top of the oil tank. It's kind of hidden and tucked in right there. Yeah. So the oil tank has a central fill top.
0: Can you put... Can you cut a hole in the oil tank, unlink the chain, and run the chain through the oil my, tank? That's what that my that dad would said too. That'd cool. be super cool. Yeah, like it would be neat, but a ton of work.
1: So, so what? Instead All you have to I do just... is
0: drive that dowel pin out of the chain, right? And unlink the chain. No, I mean to fabricate the tank with a sealed is channel in it.
1: No, it's steel. But well, then what
0: are you complaining about? You have a welder, yeah. get a hole saw, cut a hole, make a, get a piece of tube, uh-huh. stick it in there, and weld it shut. It's it's like an hour. And then not leak.
1: Well, why would it leak? You're You're melting melting metal together.
0: Yeah. What, you're just scared it's gonna leak. Okay, so what's your solution? My is awesome. I bought an awesome. oil
1: tank. <laughs> okay. I bought a different oil tank with a side filler because you can't use a top fill if it's right there underneath the main top bar. Yeah. Right. So I just bought a different oil tank that's gonna go ahead of that center bar. Except it's not as hidden now, I suppose. It's it's actually I don't mind the way it looks because now it's right tucked in with the engine. So what do you think about guys that tow their cars to events? <laughs>
0: So what, we're what you going think? there already yeah what do you think what? what do you think of guys that tow their cars to events?
1: um i think it's fine
0: oh <laughs> well, you do do you why do you think it's fine okay so we you t- teased me earlier this week you go what? chris i bought something yeah and i'm like okay and then you go it's the most powerful thing i've ever owned yeah and i go okay and and then you didn't say anything i know because you were going to be couldn't figure out anything and so i pull into the parking lot today And what do I see? Yeah, And I knew it was you. Yeah, I knew it was you because no one else here can afford one of those. (laughs) It is a basically new Uh Cayenne Turbo. Right. Give me a break. How much did this thing cost? A decent amount. What did it cost? I'm not going to tell you that. We can look it up on the internet if we want to know. It's a 2015.
1: It's not brand new.
0: Okay, so it is 50 grand. It's more than that just, just a little bit more it okay. was so like
1: what was it 55 okay Something so, like so it's around
0: the price of your 996 that you're yeah. selling
1: actually no it was less than that i think it was right around 50. okay so these are fifty-one-two. So that what,
0: was it what were they new 130. holy shit yeah Someone sticker on a,
1: this one was 130. imagine the bath taking on so that one. it's interesting about this right at porsche minneapolis uh this In is a five years this guy lost seven it's a 000. one-owner car
0: $70,000. This guy took a bath on this
1: car. One owner car. Oh my God. He, so they know this guy. Well, he's a frequent customer. He owns apparently all the Dunkin' Donuts in Ooh. the area. Yeah. Well, that's probably a pretty good gig. Donuts are high margin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <they're laughs> apparently cheap. Yeah. so. So is coffee. So is the coffee. only other thing they sell. Yep. So Nikki was like, I wonder if we can find any donut remnants in there. Of course not. It's no. cleaned. This thing is like new, which is great. How many miles? Uh, it actually has sixty thousand miles on it, but so you look just at in the it. the cusp. Did you get a warranty on it? Yep, two-year full factory warranty. Okay. So what is what is this motor in this thing? This is a four-point-eight-liter twin-turbo V8. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it how much horsepower makes. Five hundred and thirty horse. Good God, yeah. Man. And it sounds awesome. So I'm already setting up a custom exhaust for it. I bet you are. So what yeah. do you mean you're setting up a custom exhaust? Well, because you can buy, like, a fab speed, super expensive $2,000 exhaust, and right. all it is is two pipes that replace the muffler and go out to tips. Oh, so it's just... You no. literally just muffler delete. Muffler delete costs how much? Over 2500 bucks. Wow.
0: Or you can just take a saw blade and just weld well, it yeah, up yourself. And I have a
1: buddy who does really good custom fab work, yeah. so I'm just going to buy some tips that I like that and fit perfectly and then have him do the rest. So this thing is going to be obnoxious not obnoxious because it has two sets of cats okay
0: so there's and still it something has there
1: turbos right so a yep. turbo itself is a really good muffler sure it basically doesn't need a muffler at all mm. so why did you buy this what was the what's okay. the reasoning behind this vehicle? well as i said we're thinking about starting a family so we need another family hauler is that what the macan was for yes so now what's happening with the macan that's the, that's Nicky's, that's the Nikki mobile. Okay. So you you have two SUVs now. Yes. Never thought I would have two SUVs. You have,
0: you have a crossover and SUV, So you are the, the great, hot hatch according you, to yeah, motor authority. You <laughs> are the great Satan. You the ha- great Satan. You have a crossover okay, and an SUV I as your daily you driver. I knew were going to get
1: to this. And th- here's how I look at it. Before, why didn't
0: you just buy a wagon? Why didn't you buy like a, like a, you love Audis. Why didn't you get like an A or an S4 Avant or something like yeah, that? I thought about or, it. But why didn't you get a E 63 AMG wagon? I mean, those are another thirty grand. Needless to say, but but it's it's more unique. They're cool, and you're
1: not basically paying homage to the death of the car. I don't know. I because I I don't know, Chris. Here's the way I look at it, though. You we talked
0: about cars many, many times, and there's no point in which Cayenne Uh
1: was mentioned, and all of a sudden you have one. We were looking at well, Panamera. So we were thinking about- so the wife set up the test drive. She's the one, she's like, I found it. It's one of the only turbo, it is the only turbo in the cities. She's like, I really like this thing. Let's go test drive it. We test drove it. She's like, it's sold. This is awesome. And I'm like, it is very nice. And it has the exact, it it's a 2015, be. it has the exact same controls as the Macan. So everything's like super familiar. It's great. Here's the way I look at it, Chris. You, up until recently, had your 911, and then you had, like, two Volkswagen family dailies.
0: Yeah, and it was awful.
1: That's what I have now. Yeah, I have my was, two dailies, I, and then I have was, my I realized 9/11.
0: that that was wrong. That was it, wrong? Yeah, when I had two wagons. <laughs> I had <laughs> two wagons. There's no reason to have two wagons. <laughs> well, you now have two SUVs. You this are thing can, this officially thing can, lame.
1: Man, it's, I don't think so. Well, at least it's got 530 horsepower. Yeah, it's going to sound nice. What, what about how much is a Jeep uh, Trackhawk? It's probably more. Well, it's more than that because it has the Hemi motor in it. Or yeah, well, the, I mean, not the Hemi. Cost wise, uh, oh, it's gotta be in the neighborhood, probably. But it's a Jeep, and Jeep are terrible. Yeah. Have you been in a Jeep lately? I'm God, the build quality's terrible. I'm, just, I'm imagining
0: the the thought process of here. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm thinking about a Panamera. Maybe we'll get another car. Maybe we'll you get know what S4. it comes down to. And then
1: all of a sudden, you have a Cayenne. So you know I'm what just, it comes down to? What? And I am embarrassed, but I'll own it. Me and my wife are both brand snobs. Yes. Yes, you are. That, I mean, that's the simple answer. Yeah, you wear Birkenstocks. Yeah, that's great. Love Birkenstocks. Yeah. I won't I won't wear imitation, Birkenstocks. Oh, I bet you wouldn't. What about Crocs? Do you wear Crocs? No, 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 sure? no, 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 no. Can never do that. No, why not? No. Are
0: they too cheap? I just I don't. That's they, hideous. They're too cheap, aren't they?
1: It's hideous, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're too cheap. You're, you're way better than a guy that wears Crocs <laughs> on am, you. I am. I am actually. Yeah, yeah I am. you are such a jerk. <laughs> you are such a jerk.
1: I know I'm an asshole. Yeah, you're. I a jerk. know. It's okay. I, I know. mean, I'm not.
0: I'm not. It's not like an envy thing. I'm just trying to figure out your thought process I because think that's it's never... what it
1: came down to. I know. So why not a wagon though? I, I like do, a wagon. I told you to. I was...
0: try. I pushed for a wagon. I said, get an E63 AMG wagon. I sent you pictures. No, of you, what I would have got. You never even responded to me. You Well,
1: you knew what the response would have
0: been. The response should have been, wow, I have not experienced one of those. I will go drive one so yeah. I can make an educated decision instead of buying one, the only car that I, or I guess the second car that I test drove. Because you drove at Panamera too, right?
1: Oh, you drove a couple Panameras. Yeah. yeah.
0: Why didn't you get one of those? They're not boat. as useful. That's for they sure.
1: They are not as useful.
0: They drive like a boat. Back to my point of you are going to tow your car
1: (laughs) wherever you go this summer. So, okay, here's the thought process. This thing can haul over 8,000 pounds. It's awesome. It's super comfy. And if we're going to Utah, which we are with our cars, I drove my car, where was I driving the other day? Just on the freeway and doing 80, my revs are at like 4,500 RPM the whole way. Yeah, mine's not like that. I have a color gearbox. And it's hot. And it's noisy, it's fun yeah. for a while until it's not. And I'm thinking, huh. So when you think it just and here's the excuse I'm gonna use. Okay. Because yes, I'm I'm gonna tow the car out to Utah right. for our rally. Yep. The excuse is we have a lot of equipment we wanna bring, we <laughs> have all our merch. We have it's our true. big tent. That's why I'm towing it, Chris. So what do you think? That's what I'm doing.
0: My car is 2,000. Yours is 2,000. Oh, it 4,000. You could, could tow both cars. Yes, we could easily. It's it's definitely. Considering how much driving I'm doing this summer, I might not mind that. But
1: here's the thing that I, <laughs> here's the thing that you're missing
0: out on. You're saying your car's hot and loud and all these other things. When you think of.
1: I know. When you, you think of like a.
0: A blue collar guy, right? Yeah. And and you go to shake his hand. Yeah. And it's a guy that's been working with his hands and everything like that. It's callous. It's And you respect and him for it.
1: And you respect yeah. him for it.
0: Because you know that he worked hard. You know I he's don't care. You,
1: you don't have to respect me. I didn't drive my car out there. That No, 100%. <laughs> I, 100%. I'm not going to pretend I did.
0: So you're basically the guy that's, you've got the guy that did the work. Uh He's got calluses on his hands, Uh and then you got the guy with the soft hands that puts lotion on his hands and just pays someone else to do the work. I'm not a lotion guy. That that I'm somewhere in the middle. The Cayenne Turbo is the lotion (laughs) of sports vehicles.
1: (laughs) No, what would have been the lotion guy (laughs) is having a car that I don't work on, transported out there, and then I go fly and meet it. That's the lotion guy.
0: Yeah, um, I don't behoove anybody that the
1: lotion on the skin. (laughs) I was going to find that clip and put it in here somewhere. (laughs) I'm definitely going to do that right here.
0: It rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. (laughs) I don't know, man. I just... You like the idea. You have not driven that car anywhere.
1: I don't want to drive long distance in that car. Why not? It's not a road trip car. Sure it is. No.
0: Yes, it is. And it was. You got to think it was in the context of when that car was built. Yeah, it was a long road trip car. You could no. easily do road trips in that car. Hundred percent, absolutely. You
1: could, yes, but
0: I do, I've driven my car sixty thousand miles in the last eight years. At least you have a better gearbox. I just recently have a better gearbox. I drove with that short gearbox for years. For years, I drove with that short gearbox, no sound deadening, headers, and a muffler.
1: <laughs> yep, well, that's what I, I did got it. too.
0: I did it, and my hands hey, are callous. i you
1: and I've always had carbs. Yeah, so but the carbs aren't a little the lo- louder. No, a little no. louder. No, it is. Yep, not when you're cruising. See, no. That's the difference, Chris. No, it is. That's the difference.
0: <laughs> it is not the difference. You can say it is, but it's not. It's all in the exhaust on a 911 for how loud yeah. it's going to be. The the intake charge is louder when you're on it. Otherwise it's not. Yeah. It's not No, louder. look,
1: I hundred percent you are much more hardcore than me. I have never claim to be like a good road trip guy. You'll grow up one of these days. You'll be a, <laughs> you'll be a full size adult. <laughs> no, my no wife can be behind the wheel much longer than I can. Well, why don't you just let her drive? She probably will drive the Cayenne towing the car. <laughs> <laughs> Not with my car on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that was probably an insult to Nicky. Mean. That was mean. I don't
1: know. What, Maybe, what I do
0: guess, you know? I don't know. Does she have towing experience? Mm. Little bit, little bit, yeah, little bit. good enough yeah, for okay. me. <laughs> Anyways, so you're towing it out. You got the Cayenne. You got got the Cayenne. I did not drive. You offered to let me drive it today. Yeah. I did not because it's all rainy well, and shitty yeah. and I know kind of gross outside. Plus, around the studio, there's nowhere to
1: go. I know. We've it's, taken it's, test drives around here, and you just drive around in a circle and yeah, go like, over a bunch of I will muscles. say what's really impressive about this thing. This thing has two locking differentials, so you can lock the rear diff and the center diff on this thing, and it has the air ride, of course. So mm-hmm. it goes up like eight inches in the air.
0: So, did I ever tell you that I went to the Porsche Sport Driving School and drove the Cayenne through rivers? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we drove it through rivers, drove it up like
1: yeah, huge I mean, it's, grade, it seems down grades, downgrades, surprisingly capable. Yeah, a lot little, of guys overland these. Well, the earlier
0: ones are better. Just like for overlanding, yeah. just like the Touareg used to be sure. much, you know, beefier. Sure, now they're basically urban, urban crawlers, urban as, crawler, the mall crawler, the mall crawler, exactly. urban crawler. Yeah. So they're not quite as good as they used to be. It, is, it was more mechanical stuff right. right now. It's all electronically controlled attraction control and all that other stuff. For sure. So it says it does the same thing, but maybe is it like does really it locking the differential? Uh, it seemed or...
1: locking because I tried to turn with it on and it didn't
0: like it. Didn't it didn't like, like it at, it at all. all. Yeah, exactly. Well, good for you. But like a I mean, cool
1: again, I'll be honest. I'm not doing any huge overland river fording in this thing or don't plan on it. The most it'll see is maybe some hunting property up north. You should take it out to Utah and we should go driving around on all the roads
0: I want to go on, but my car will not. Okay. That's it'll sounds, be out there. Let's do it. I was actually before you, I'm thinking about other cars to buy, right? Okay. By the way, if you find me a person to buy the M5, yes, I will give you $250. Everybody that's listening, if you find somebody and refer them to me, mm-hmm. this is I don't want to post it up for sale. I don't want to go through all the is it available and all this speaking stuff.
1: of which, I should say that I am gonna be selling the yellow 996 turbo. Yes planning on listing that on Bring a Trailer. Are you gonna oh you are? So you are
0: we're we're gonna do a photo shoot of it. Yeah. And we're gonna do a little video and experience the Bring a Trailer experience. Right. Which so far,
1: from what I can tell seems a little what? casual. Yeah, they don't have a whole lot of requirements. Yeah, just. But I am curious of their selection process because I don't think they just let everything get on there. Well, no, you tried to put your Hummer on there and while they it wasn't <laughs> well,
0: that's... Bring a trailer, pick it right, up. Right,
1: I thought it made perfect sense.
0: Yeah, in the old school, bring a trailer. That would have, yeah, would have been a lot vehicle of sense. that
1: needs work. So both. when I
0: shoot for like RM Sothebys or something, right, and they send me out to shoot an old. Packard or Rolls Royce or Duesenberg or whatever the case may be or whatever a General Lee for example anything any <laughs> kind of car Kay. these are all things that I've shot oh really yeah you get a list of is per- pertaining to the car usually Kay. of these are where these numbers are engine numbers sure. VIN numbers numbers we want these angles. This, 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 and this. Make sure you get this, and then anything else that you want to get. Sure. So there's a list of
1: requirements. Yes. And it sounds like bring a trailers. Like I went Take on their, their website. I looked at requirements, and they said videos are great. You may want to do a driving video and maybe a walk around video, and as many photos as you care to include.
0: As you care to include. Well we'll we'll do a good job. We'll care we'll to include some, quite a few. Yeah, we'll care to include quite a few, and I've got some ideas and stuff we can do with some GoPro with some driving things and walking yeah. around and, and some high speed
1: runs. That being said, if <laughs> someone wants to just give me a bunch of money for it without bring a trailer, let me know. Yeah, absolutely. Is there a $250 referral? Uh, oh,
0: absolutely. for sure. yeah. Absolutely. I will double your
1: referral oh, if it knows. sells.
0: Don't listen to him. We want to sell the M5 first. Yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. So I was anyway, my point is, yeah. is that I was thinking about one of the early Cayennes as a daily to use through the next winter. I don't know if I need the V8. We actually talked about this.
1: The VR6 you can still get with the manual transmission. I don't want a manual. Okay. I just don't. You know, if I'm going to be towing anything or driving anywhere. That's the thing. I don't want a manual. What's interesting about at least the newer Cayennes, so of course they have the PDK transmission that I have in the Macan, which is very, very good. Is it PDK or is it a torque converter? No. So the Macan is true PDK. Right. The Cayenne cannot the cayenne possibly be. It is not because say, it can't handle the torque.
0: I was going to say, there's no way you're towing nope. 8,500 pounds yes, with a, it.
1: That is just an old school eight speed automatic transmission. And they're good. They're good, but I definitely notice the difference and miss the PDK. Yeah, I'm sure you miss it with all that 530 horsepower
0: as the torque yeah. converter slips you into gear. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's a huge, huge disappointment.
1: I will say what's funny is it has brand new tires on it. And the wheels look brand new. Yep. And yet you're going to get wheels. No, I already did. They're on the car. (laughs) (laughs) Two days it took me to get different wheels.
0: So you're now the black wheels with black vehicle guy. I didn't want
1: the black wheels on the black, but my buddy had these wheels. So my favorite wheel on Cayenne's is the 958 to totally nerd out. The 957 actually version GTS wheel. I'm
0: so disappointed. I thought my buddy was going to have a GT3. For for just like a minute or two. Yeah,
1: but then we said I would miss having an air cooled old cool car. I know,
0: but so you
1: talked me out of it. It's your fault. I already have an
0: air cooled car. Only your fault. I don't have a GT three. (laughs) And you you just wanted to live vicariously and and drive it. Yes, I could (laughs) have by proxy been sort of like an owner. And now I now Now my buddy has a Cayenne. And you're just super an SUV. Unfriend. Unfriend. So did you see what I was up to uh, over the last week?
1: Yes. you. Uh, welcome to the world of carburetors not working right. Uh, that and I was filming. I oh, was doing yes. a little bit of filming
0: work. I found uh, Gadisa Merga again. And he's yes. my Ethiopian friend. that You remember when I was driving on the you freeway? You have seen saw the story. Guy, yep. Yellow and, uh,
1: 914.
0: And uh, it's a really, really interesting story. So if you imagine what a the the 12-year-old version of Jake yeah, that didn't have never owned a car before, wasn't right. really a car guy, anything like that was able to all of a sudden get a Porsche. Sure. And just how happy you are to drive it and how excited you would be. And you don't really, you're not influenced by outside influences because you're just, you know. It, right. It, 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 not, you, you, don't, not, you don't care what's done correctly. Yeah, you don't care. You're just or... doing Or this is it, is, it is the most pure form of automotive enthusiasm I have ever encountered.
1: That's awesome. Ever.
0: That's ever. really cool. In the history of all the stuff I've ever been doing, I've never met anyone who just loves, I mean, everybody, we all love the cars, right? But this guy, he's does he's not He's a member of any clubs. He's not right. on Instagram. He's not, like, doing hashtags and all this right. other stuff. It is pure, and it's really, really wonderful. And we talked about, you know, it's kind of, I don't know how to explain the car because it's not a nice car, right? It's an old 914 that was kind of dr- drug out of a, you know, a rusty location, sure. right, out of a junkyard, and this, and this Ethiopian guy fixed it up. Right. And I mean, he's doing all kinds of, you know, backwoods ways to, the guy, if you look at his, his tools, you look at his pegboard full of tools. Right. It's like one pegboard hook with a wrench on it. Okay. And like one solitary wrench and like one solitary socket. And then maybe huh. a, a pliers hanging there. Yeah. And there's like a toolbox with all the tools are just thrown in it. And it's, and he doesn't really have very much and he doesn't, And I asked him, I said, when I work on something, I have all the tools that when I need a tool, I just buy the tool. Right. I just I go get the right tool. I really believe in having the right tool for the job. It sure. just makes everything so much easier. Right. right. It's just it's really nice. And then I have all the tools. I can use them later. I don't have to worry about but it. But
1: that certainly is a luxury.
0: And it is it is a luxury. And I remember it reminds me kind of when I'm young and I'm with my grandpa and we're always kind of MacGyvering ways out. to make things work. Cause he would he grew up in the in the Dust Bowl era as a right, farmer, the depression. and where you had to, no, not the, de- well, after the depression, but more Dust Bowl, kind okay, of Kansas, I gotcha.
1: Kansas, you know, farmer, yeah. right? Well, And that's, Pink I farmer. think even farmers, if it wasn't that era and that you just have this more, this different attitude you of, have you make it work.
0: At least back in the day when a lot of small farmers still existed, it's not right. necessarily that way anymore. Now it's just, you know, giant conglomerate farming. Right. And he kind of instilled in me that, you know, at least fix it, Right but yeah. i'm still kind of a, like let's get the right tool. So i asked him i'm like why why don't you just buy the the tool we we were doing brake lines for example his brakes didn't work okay and he he goes i'm like dude your brakes don't work he's like chris i drive all my life no brakes it's no Woo. problem <laughs> you know just cuz he drove in <laughs> ethiopia nothing has brakes who gives a shit he says yeah. he says when the brakes start leaking at one time he just put detergent in as the brake fluid because there was no brake fluid oh. so he just put like laundry detergent in there <laughs> This is what you do. Yeah, this you're is right. What you do. I mean, you, you don't make have it a work. Radiator leaks. You put an egg in it, or you take a tea and yeah. you rip open the tea bag and dump the tea in the radiator. All these different things that he just had to do. And I go, but is it like a cultural thing? Could you know? He's like, Chris. So first of all, yep. the car would, would would not run very well. Okay. And the reason it ended up being is he didn't have a fuel pressure regulator on it. Oh. On, at all, so he was running like 10 psi into his carburetor. Sure. And but I was at, I thought maybe his carburetor was bad or something. I'm like, why don't you just put a new carburetor on it? They're like three hundred dollars. He goes, Chris. That's three hundred dollars. I can send back to my family. Oh wow, three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars here is like ten thousand dollars in Ethiopia. Yeah, he, I, he says I can't afford it. I can't. If I know that I can send this money back, I can't. So I have to make it work. And I just I'm thinking to myself in terms of as an American. We, we like to share, but we still like our own thing, right? Sure. We have, we have our own thing. And one of the examples that he gave is, he's like, look, Chris, in Ethiopia, we all share from one plate. In America, everybody has their own plate. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like this sharing mentality. And he goes, he goes, Chris, in in, in rural Ethiopia, and I'm not going to try and do his accent. It's amazing listening to him talk. <laughs> and his accent is so cool because he, his English is quite good. Right. And I mean, he's self-taught on his English. But he doesn't know like complex phrasing and wording and stuff like that. So everything he says is really boiled down sure. to the essence of what he's trying to say. You can see him think and then he says the thing. Right. You know, he's like kind of like translating in his head or whatever. And it's just like the really boiled down version of what he's trying to say, which means which,
1: there's a purity in that that some people could learn from, actually. Yes, yes
0: absolutely. And he just goes, Chris, when we, I lived in rural Africa, we had to share everything, hmm. there was no choice. We shared everything, including fire. So if you didn't have fire in your home, mm-hmm. in parts of Ethiopia, you went to your neighbor's house and got fire from them. Wow. That's how critical the sharing and generosity was, because there's no way that you would survive otherwise. And I think that kind of gets ingrained in him to the point where he's like, even though I have this more, these other things, I I have to share. And he sees... and. And he sees kind of the car as like his reward. Sure. Like the karma. He's like, he's like, I'm just, I, he's like, I believe in the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. He's like, I try to be a good person. Mm-hmm. And I believe if I'm a good person, other good people will be attracted to me. You know? And I'm like, well, that's really, it's probably true, but it's a bit, a bit naive if you're getting taken advantage of stuff like that. But sure. he says, that's one of the reasons why you and I came together, Chris. Huh. I'm like, well, I thought it was coincidence that we met on the freeway. He's like, <laughs> right. He's like, no, that was meant to be. And it's like all these like phenomenal things and just it's it's absolutely incredible. And I go, I go, doesn't it bother you? Like every time, every <laughs> single time we had to start the car, we had to jumpstart it. Oh, no. Jumpstart the car every time. Like I'm like, I'm like, God, does it not bother you that every time we try to start <laughs> this car, we have to jumpstart? He goes, no is Porsche. I have Porsche. Who cares? (laughs) Right? Like, just imagine, who doesn't care? (laughs) He's got a Porsche. Who gives a shit if the thing doesn't start? Who cares? It's it's a Porsche. He has one. Just think of how far that is removed from where he lived. How far that is removed from the lifestyle that he had, that he's able to have a Porsche and still send money back to his family. Yeah. And he's in his garage and he replaced... There's videos of him with the motor on the ground running and him, like, rolling with glee on the ground with the motor's (laughs) running. And okay to do the floors, he has no tools. He doesn't have any jack stands. He just shoves tires under things. He's got, like, the little Harbor Freight jack with the little two-inch cup on it. Yeah, Like, taking the motor in and out with just that. And to to do the floors and, like, the control arm mounting points, they were all rusty. He had to put new floor plans in, new front pan in. He... (laughs) backed his truck up to the garage. Okay. Put a tow strap on the trailer hitch, uh-huh. with the come-along and just lifted the car up. Oh, with, with using the truck as an anchor point for a ratchet strap to just pull the car up in the air. Wow. And then he just was welding with it just right there. And it's kind of just do whatever you can with right. whatever you have because that's the only choice. So it does not even occur to him to think I should go Just get, I'm watching him do brake lines. I'm like, geez, just go get a flare wrench. The auto parts store is right there. It's like stripping out. I'm using vice grips and all this other stuff. Just go get, He got it to work, of course. Yeah. Because it didn't even cross his mind to get the tools. Because he doesn't even, probably doesn't even know flare wrenches exist (laughs) to do brake lines. Because you just do with whatever you, do what you can with whatever you can. Right. Anyway, so we interviewed him. And we talk about all these things that I've just told you. And listen to his stories. And Hung out with him while he worked on the car and did the brake lines and did the fuel pressure regulator and took him out uh, for a drive and did filming with him in the car and tried to make this car. I treated this car and this man like he was Patrick Long. Mm -hmm. Okay. And whatever, like a 917. Like I treated it it as if it was that important as this man's ideals and his car was the most important thing that I've ever interviewed and shot and i cannot wait to show you guys the film that's was awesome me and my buddy tc worley did the film it's uh, we're just kind of in post production right now i'm really really excited to share it with you guys by the way i took him for a ride in my car yeah what
1: did you think of that and then
0: i let him drive my car awesome he goes chris you have downloaded new software my mind <laughs> <laughs> like he to- he's like yeah. he's he, he said he'd never driven more than 80 miles per hour before being in my car yeah that's how like Right. Just there's there's no context. So imagine driving the, the fastest thing you've ever driven is a two liter 914. Right. And then you're getting into my car. Yeah. And just ripping it. You know that's awesome. Uh, he, he's just—he just kept shaking his head. He's like, "I can't, I can't believe this. I can't, I can't believe this." He's just shaking his head back and forth. He just says, "Never experienced any anything even close." Right. And giving—I mean, giving him that experience was awesome. Yeah, and that's really it. cool. it's all on GoPro. Yep. I had him hold the GoPro and film himself, and then I filmed <laughs> him while he was driving. Here's the biggest bummer about all of it. What's that? Is when we parked and we switched. I pulled up e brake yeah and then i never set the e-brake down oh so i just burnt the shoes up on the e-brake pads (laughs) so i have no emergency (laughs) brake right now it's the only bummer about any of this oh well um but needless to say the car is running guys the film is going to be awesome
1: (laughs) that is awesome i cannot wait to share it with you what what are you thinking timeline for this mm, probably a month okay i would think it would be done are you where are you going to distribute it what's your plan for it i've got
0: a couple places that are interested i'm going to give it to whoever is going to let me give it to them without any changes Sure. I don't want anybody to change anything. I don't want any editorial input from anybody. Sure. I want this to be uh TC and I's vision and the editor's vision. I want it to just be like boom, this is what we want it to be. I don't want anybody trying to change it or do anything like that. Yeah. You know, I tried a long time ago I tried floating the idea to Porsche. Right. And you know, I was like, "Hey, this guy is it's a cool story this about is cool story. the brand. This, you know, what it the brand immigrant. means to people." Like, yeah. yeah, like they just didn't care. It just didn't care. Well, I couldn't believe it. It was. Unbelievable. I hope it's
1: awesome, and I hope they see it.
0: Yeah, I think I think it will be incredible, and I'm really really excited to show it to everybody because it is, it is the absolute pure essence of what we all feel when we get into our car and drive it. Yeah, it, it, it's it's wonderful. So speaking of my car not running very well, we're not going to do any news. To the car. <laughs> I realize, you know, babble on and on about the car. <clears throat> guys. It's it was so incredible. I That's can't, awesome. I just can't. I can't even. I can't even get it across enough how great. This guy was and sitting there and talking to him. It just gives you such perspective. And you know what was interesting? I said, "What do you?" Th-? We talked about other things too, just society in general sure. and stuff like that. I said, "What do you think is is wrong?" Because I, <laughs> I said, "Why are you so happy?" He's like, "Chris, I'm happy. I <laughs> I get in my car. Everybody see me." Everybody happy, you know. This is <laughs> yeah. the happiest guy ever. He's always happy, even when shit was going completely wrong with the brake lines. Yeah, he was still happy. I said, "Why are you so happy?" He goes, "Chris, Americans have too much information. Huh? They have too much information. My people in Ethiopia have nothing, yet they are happy. Americans have too much information. Now he loves America. He yeah, says, I love it here. Is land of opportunity. Yeah, I can be anything. I can do anything. He's a truck driver." So okay. he has his own LLC now. Nice. He has a Volvo semi. Like he, like bootstrapped, right? I mean, right. this guy did it all on his own, and he's and he recognizes that America was that, and he's like, "This is, sure. I love this place." But at the same time, Americans have too much information. Like, it's interesting. It's just it kind of pollutes your mind if you're constantly taking in outside sources, and it can definitely make you unhappy. Oh, for sure. And in that vein, I kind of stopped. I tried. I'm like, I'm not going to look at. All the political stuff I look at, or all the news and all these other things. I'm just like, I'm not going to look at them for a couple of days. Right. I was happier. Hmm. I was happier because it seems like anytime you're taking in a lot of outside information, well, especially it's things negative. you don't have control over yeah. either. Yeah. yeah. A it's, bigger, it, I it, think it's issue. really, really, it's really a negative thing. And maybe we could all use a little bit less information. But for my carbs, I need way more information. <laughs> so I've, I've got it very, very, very close and okay. now that I've got it very, very close, I can say the thing is fucking fast. Yeah. It is fast. It is way faster than it was before. Okay. It is, it is like. So
1: what, whew. what are the numbers? Cause you put the cams in. You mean horsepower numbers? Yeah. I'm just uh, curious. What do you think the cams were supposed to gain you with everything running right? And cause you recurved the distributor yeah, for around the cams. 290 horsepower. From probably a little less. From where?
0: 220 230 oh yeah that's a a big difference going from cis no cams to carbs with cams is probably about 60 horsepower okay and you in a light car you feel that you feel that well think about it that's what that's a 25 to 30 percent oh no like it's a significant increase right yeah probably 30 percent increase in power wow and it's peaky too. I mean, there's, there's, <laughs> it's definitely moved the torque band up. And I right. put the forty-two millimeter Venturis, which is basically the throat of each carburetor. Yep, I put those in there, and it pulled up to the red line. Like, I, I, there's power way beyond that. Right. So I had to. I'm like, well, I. I don't really need to be doing that. There's more power because there.
1: Because th- what happens is you lose the torque down low, then you're you shifting do, everything also, higher.
0: You're also wearing things hard. I mean, you're really at like well, 7,500.
1: Yeah, when you're only revving up in that rev range. Yeah, exactly. If, if
0: you're at 7, 8,000 RPMs instead of six or seven. That's a lot of extra wear, especially on things like rod bearings and stuff yes. like that. And I, Think about I, how many extra rotations that is. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Plus, I mean, I don't have the rods for it. Rods are the one thing I didn't do in my car. Oh. I did the whole valve train. I did valve springs. I did, yep. you know, titanium, I, everything. I did everything in the heads. They were like a gajillion dollars. And I, that's all built for high revs. But I didn't do rods. So I am I did like rated pistons. Everything's all done. I just didn't do rods. So 7,200 RPMs. Maybe I could do seventy five hundred RPMs and feel fine. I right, think that's safe, but I don't know if they make a, a centrifugal rev limiter that high,
1: that high. So I'm right. Um, well, you just heat pair? it up a little bit and <laughs> <laughs> just start yanking the spring around yeah, a yeah, little.
0: Yeah. No, I thought I might switch over to like an MSD. Yeah, because my I have a, a CDI box that's it's a per, called a Permatune. Yep, same. And, but it's mine's made for a nine thirty. Okay, which makes it really kind of uncommon. Huh. And I started looking at them on eBay, oh, and they're like get- three or four hundred dollars okay. if one fails. And I'm like, wow, MSD is like four, four dollars and fifty cents in comparison. <laughs> so I, I might swap over to MSD. They make some MSD boxes that look just like,
1: oh, really? uh, like a
0: factory box and where those it's a nice tune for the actual rev limiter. Yeah, then you can set your rev limiter wherever you want. And it's dangerous, though, because as soon as you can... It's almost like having a boost controller.
1: You keep wanting to go you up. Can, like, well, if I, it's that easy... I
0: wonder if there is... Like, how much power do I really have? Yeah. Like, where does the <laughs> rocker arm snap? You know, like, where? where is it? Yeah. So I just... I, I'll i try to resist doing that, but I would like to... I, plus, just like, don't put a knob on the dash. For I also that. recurve the distributor, too. Right. So that that's probably another 10 horsepower Yeah, that well. helps there. So all that stuff. And um, anyway, so the tuning. Yeah. Got it really close, okay. Really, really close. I have a flat spot at twenty-five to twenty-eight hundred RPMs every single time. Really, you roll into the throttle to accelerate, and it's like someone turns off a light switch. Hmm. Okay, it's like boom, it's what just ab- dead, and what then it's right back
1: in. What about your accelerator pumps? Have you messed it all with volume and duration of those?
0: I think that's okay. Okay, um, I
1: have the updated hatchets. Which right, is and I the, remember we talked about the hatchets at NOS? Yeah, the
0: hatchets are basically a cam that tells how much fuel to be put into the. You know, it's like a pump. You put, hit the gas and it's like a fire hose that squirts a bunch right. of gas. And it's, you know, you look at it when the car's not running, like, oh, my God, that's just like a little glurp coming out of the thing. <laughs>
1: but if you think
0: the air that's rushing through there at it, supersonic it atomizes, speed, really it atomizes instantly. Yeah. So
1: I don't think that's it.
0: I'm 99% sure that's not it.
1: But you can adjust those sizes of those injectors as well.
0: Yes, but that's not, that's not the okay. problem. Okay. Because I can, I can move the... I think
1: I have that problem is the reason I'm thinking about oh, this.
0: why? What's going on?
1: I have the flat spot as well. Oh, yeah, but it's only on acceleration. It has nothing to do with reps. You know what I mean? Well,
0: mine's only on acceleration too. Like tip in. Yes. Yeah. That's that very exact thing. Yeah. And for what they did on PMOs, and we talked about this last week a little bit, but I was describing the wrong thing.
1: Okay. So I was
0: (laughs) what I was describing last week was there are six individual uh, adjustments. On the right. idle circuit that you can just turn in and out, right? And what that is is for balancing side to side. That's yes. for like slight balancing. I was, I'm, I'm learning, yeah, right? No, I'm I just kind of learning as I go here.
1: Yep. Same with the Zeniths and Webers and everything yep. else. It's basically you want to make sure that your where your butterflies rest on idle is the same on every single carb, and it also, of course, affects it up in the rev range as well. Right. So that's that's all that is. Yeah. Balance bleed screws. Sometimes now, they're called. Now, once I because I was thinking of a different thing, I was just describing
0: the wrong thing. I have something called an idle air jet. Right. And it is on the top of the float bowl. Right. I'm sorry, the float assembly. Sure. And if you look on top of most carbs, that's where the the, uh, the idle air intake is. Sure. Because that's to draw from inside the air filter. Yep. And it's pulling that air in and it goes through the, you know. Idle circuit. The idle circuit into the motor. Takes right? up the fuel. Yep. And, yep. So there's, um, most of the times they're not adjustable. There's Correct. just a hole there. Correct. Mine, I can take it out and put different sizes in. Yes. So what I did is I'm like, okay, great. I'll just drill this out and see what happens. Way worse. Well, you have a lean spot and you're adding more air. Well, I was thinking if I add, (laughs) I I was thinking in reverse. If I add more air, it's gonna it's gonna increase vacuum and draw more fuel, right? Through because if you think about the when you think of the um, the idle jet, uh huh. You're when you increase the size, you add more fuel.
1: Right, because that's dealing with fuel, not air. Right. I understand. <laughs> I was wrong. I was definitely wrong.
0: So then I I did that and went and drove it. And uh, it just fell on oh, its face. It is like it goes full 20 to 1. I mean, no, no. I mean, it is yeah dead, yeah. which is way worse than it was before. Yeah. But that is good news because that means the ones I'm getting, I went from well, 1.3 mil. Okay. And then I drilled it out to 1.5. Okay. And it's way worse. Sure. And I have 1 and 110 coming. Okay. Yeah, that so should be close. It should be. Uh, I should be able to start with the one. Yeah. And then what I'm going to do is see how it is, and then I can drill it out a little by little. Sure. I like that plan. Because right now, I finally have my cruising air fuel is like it's cherry. It's like 12 or 13 to one. Yeah. Which is rich, but it's still like 20 well, miles per gallon. Yeah. You it's don't way want to go 10. Yeah. I had ten to one, and you so don't want to go
1: much more lean than that because then it runs hotter, and you get into yeah flirting or with 13, detonation. Yeah, it's going to be great. Well,
0: at cruising speed, very light throttle, you that's can have fine. thirteen to one. Yeah, my wide open throttle air fuel is twelve. Okay, you know, I, ideally you want twelve five or twelve eight. Okay, but I think twelve will be fine. It's nice and safe. Yeah, it's really close, and it is. It is a riot. It is an absolute <laughs> dream to drive. Awesome. You can drive around the flat spot. You just have to hit right. the gas yep. harder. Oh, I am quite
1: familiar with that phenomenon. <laughs> let me tell you. Just Why are you driving? It it was, asking. You know what's interesting? Because I fixed it mostly, and it's still there a little bit. But I noticed I wasn't even getting to that spot because instinctively my, fe- my foot would just go past that yeah, spot. You just, you're like I had to like stop and think, okay, to test this, I need to just slowly go all the way with the pedal instead of... If you're keeping the car, you should get some Weber's.
0: Or you could get yeah. the like.
1: Some- well, you all of a sudden you messaged me last night. Hey, you want some Webers? I got some Webers for you. I was like, okay.
0: Yeah, it and it ended then up being, never mind. Yeah, yes. sorry about that. But hey, if anybody sure. has Webers for Jake, yeah, know, let we'll, me know. Let him know. I'm sure you would probably like a little. Yeah, like you, you'd like to be able to do some tuning with the carburetor without oh, yeah. it catching on fire. That would, would be, be ideal. Would be ideal. That would be a good thing, I believe. All
1: right, I think we got time for a couple stories. Okay. Well, let me tell you about the beast, Chris. We did a whole episode on the president's limousine called The Beast. We did. <laughs> it's like the, the limo that's like nuclear proof. Exactly. It's got like crazy air I, filters. I don't think and they said nuclear proof, but yes. It, like,
0: like when you had a button and like little spikes fall out of
1: the back Yes, the- it's like a James Bond car. Yeah. If you yeah. haven't heard that episode, it is crazy what's going on with that thing. Well, the massive- I made that up. Is that true? Do spikes come out of the trunk? Yeah, there's oh an my- oil slick button. Oh,
0: that's awesome. Like Spy Hunter. That's yes, so exactly.
1: <laughs> We did this whole episode. You don't yeah, remember that? I do. I, okay. just, I was making there's up There's like a, a smoke screen button and an oil slick button. And, and it's like can, straight out of James Bond. And there's Bond. like a
0: minigun that comes out of the out of the sunroof. Don't know about that. Yeah, I don't think that's <laughs> that. <laughs> that's what happens with the Tahoes that are driving next to him though. They all oh, have like 50 I cal guns.
1: bet you're not wrong about yeah. that. No,
0: they they do. They have them. They they're, they're all black tinted. I bet I bet they just start shooting out of the back window. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Anyways, <laughs> if that's ever happening, we're in deep shit. That's true. Probably. That's <laughs> probably not good. But so what we need to do what. Is what we need to do is we need to go to a um, in case of like nuclear attack or war. Right. We want a vehicle that's going to rely on the electric
1: grid. <laughs> if, I see where you're going yes, with this. Yes. We could
0: get if we could move the beast onto the electric grid. Well, I think that would be ideal.
1: That's what we're doing. Oh, the good. The massive infrastructure plan outlined by President Biden in March included an earmarked 174 billion dollars to support the electrification of the nation's fleet. An effort that did include his own presidential limo the beast. During a press conference last week aboard Air Force One, White House Press Secretary Jen T- Sasky? Sacky. Sacky. Oh, I knew that. Jen Psaki. I just have never read it before. I didn't know there was a silent P. Yeah. Anyways, Gen Saki said an electric beast was an objective of the Biden administration. There could be some advantages to Chris <laughs> if we don't have power failure. Having a separate drive unit at each axle could enable the vehicle to continue driving even if one unit fails or is damaged during an attack, which we can't even get two guys out of a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> you have a
0: point. I mean, these things burn to the ground. How are they not I mean this? Where are we going to encase the
1: batteries in where they're still going to be able to be cool and be bulletproof? I don't know, but they do th- They'll figure it out. They do sure. say that space savings from electric motors versus the gas engine up front. Actually, it's not gas, it's diesel, yeah. isn't it's it? It's a big diesel motor. It's a big yeah, diesel. Yeah. Uh, would allow for more armoring in the same space. Reinforcing and filling the front trunk with additional supports would make it even more resistant. And you could probably put a minigun up there. I was going to say you could put a bunch of MP5s just ready to go. No, you don't want MP5s. You want something big up there. Well, I just meant for the guys. The guys have that's to in have the like, trunk. Oh, that's true. We it's did the the trunk. outline that. The, yeah. the trunk is an armory yes. in itself. Yeah. Um, but as you talked about, there are downsides. Any electric vehicle would need to have a big battery to protect, and range and charging could be an issue if you're trying to run from terrorists. Yeah. Oh well, I talk about range anxiety. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that would be bad. Yeah, it's
0: you can't just charge I mean it would be great to just fill the thing up and go like if you needed to make it to the mountain where everybody hides underground but the only way to transport them is in the beast right and you have to just be like, hold on, we got to charge at this Tesla supercharger station. Oh, too bad, we got nuked, so none of the electric grid
1: works. Yeah. I don't know, it just doesn't seem... I agree, there are some things that you should... Well, maybe they'll have the old Beast, which is still the diesel version. Yeah, like in when... In Yeah, this
0: is the... This, this, this is the... the
1: parade mobile. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so that is the electrical Beast.
0: All right, so did you know that uh, you can now get a... What do we want to do here? Any... You know what? That's, I think that's it. I don't really like any of these other stories. You don't like any of them? I don't like any of them. I think we'll save... Actually, I do like many of them, but I think we'll save them until next week. All right. How does that sound to you?
1: That sounds great What do we me. got going on next week anyway? Next week, we have an awesome story about one of the most unknown, probably... I never heard of world-class this. World-class race circuits in the world. One of the best, biggest,
0: and most advanced... Fastest. Fastest racetracks in the world. In ever. its day. And it was... It lasted just a short amount of time. Yes. And it was uh, very close. It was very close. Close to home. Close to home. We'll just say that. All right, guys. We will see you on Monday.
1: Take care.
2: Look at the